This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Evolve by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica Polsonelli, your host, here to talk about all things spiritual, 5D, higher consciousness, meditation, and beyonds. Welcome and come on in. Hello guys, and welcome back for another episode. Today we are talking about um, some life lessons that I've learned on in these 34 years on earth. So I turned 34 today. I've never been a birthday person. Um, and that's what I want to talk here about today. Just some things that I've learned about myself, but also life lessons that I've learned um, during these really deep and rich years that I've had here on earth so far. And I want to share them with you today in honor of turning 34. So before we get started, I want to share with you a little bit about this challenge that we have coming up. So I've been kind of sneaking, sneak peeking it, um, but I want to tell you a little bit more about it here, why I'm so excited about it, what you can expect from it, and why I chose to do this challenge. So we have entered Vata season, Vata season. So let's back up a little bit. There are doshas and the, the doshas are elements that we are made out of within our physical body, but also it relates to everything in our universe. So the seasons, different seasons have a, bring a different energy and fall brings this air element or air energy. And that's why we start to eat warmer foods. Um, we need this ener- this warmth and this groundedness through a lot of different practices, whether it be nutrition or personal self-care practices or meditation, etc. So since it is Vata season, since I have a lot of Vata energy within myself, I wanted to do um, a challenge around this season and help to bring you more information about Ayurveda, which is the yogic science. And when we really implement along with the morning routine, along with the yoga practice, when we start to bring in some Ayurvedic practices, it could really help bring us to the next level and bring us into balance, which is all what Libra season was all about. So we're going to begin a challenge um, around the new moon. It's going to launch Monday, October 24th, but the official launch is going to be the 25th on the new moon in Scorpio. And this is really going to help us be very grounded and clear as we enter eclipse season. I'm going to do a whole other episode on eclipse season, but it's a very powerful time to make sure that you're doing the inner work because whatever we're not acknowledging or doing is going to be brought up during eclipse, the eclipse season, so it can redirect us on the path we're supposed to be. So I feel that this challenge can really help to ground us, to balance us, and to put us in a really good place so that we can use the eclipse energy to get to where we want to be in alignment with our dharma, our highest path. So I'm really excited about it. I'm going to be providing you with a quiz that helps you to understand the elements of your body and what might be the dominant dosha you have or the one that's most out of balance. And 
you're going to take a quiz, be able to understand your makeup. And then from there, I'm going to give you a little sheet of what can help you balance each dosha based on food or even Ayurvedic practices of self-care that we can implement. Um, I'm going to be sharing some self-care practices that work for me and really help to ground and focus me. And the premise of the whole entire challenge is for you to the challenge is making sure you get a meditation in a day and you incorporate at least one of these Ayurvedic suggestions to help bring your dosha back into balance. And a lot of it will be focused on vata because we're in vata season, but I also want it to be individualized. If you're Vata is very low and your your kapha or your uh, pitta is very out of balance. I want you to have the resources you need that is individualized to your individual makeup. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be sharing more on this this week through Instagram. You don't have to do anything to sign up, but the details of how you will enter and hopefully win, manifest winning the giveaway at the end will be outlined for you. And I'll do that on social media and in the email. Um, because at the end, we're going to give away the Meadow and Bark Vata oil, which I'm really excited for you to experience and indulge in. And you actually might want to purchase that first. So there are two different sizes that you can get, and you might want to actually purchase that to use that during the challenge. But it will be a giveaway as well. So I'm really excited um, to start this and to have this intention of bringing ourselves into balance so we can be as grounded as possible and utilize the energy of eclipse season of the new moon in Scorpio and beyond that to really take the steps towards our most aligned life because there could be many distractions in life and we could get pulled off of that course of dharma, of destiny, of our highest self and more into the ego, the fear or anything else. And it's important to do these practices to help redirect ourselves and align ourselves. So I'm very excited for that to begin. Now we'll go into the episode where I want to share some things that I've learned um, over my 34 years here. And I just want to take you back. Like I just have never been a birthday person and my heart goes out to all of you who are similar. Like even for me to have a podcast about my birthday, it's like weird. <laughs> it's very weird for me. This is my second time recording it because I just wasn't feeling the vibe the first time. Um, because it's it's hard for me to celebrate myself in this way, which is I don't I don't know. It feels it's always been hard for me to be like, it's my birthday. Like I'm just not one of those people. I wish I was, and there's no judgment. My husband is one hundred percent one of those people. Like the world stops for a moment because it's Vinny's birthday and he gets everyone he knows to celebrate it with him all in one day. And I'm just the opposite. Like I could really just crawl under a rock and be very, um, within my own self and my own energy on my birthday. And I remember this the most clearly back when I turned 13, I believe it was either 12 or 13. And my family was over, we had dinner and at, we always did that for my birthday. My, my whole family would come over. It would be a wonderful experience. So there's no like trauma there necessarily, but, um, they, after it was said and done, they would leave. And I just remember being in my bedroom by myself and like feeling restless and just like pacing and feeling so uncomfortable about turning 13. And I just remember 
being like, I really wish I wasn't getting older. I don't, I don't necessarily want to. And then fast forward to, and I remember my mom coming upstairs and being like, what's wrong? And I was just like, I'm just really sad. I don't want to be 13. She's like, okay. And then, um, fast forwarding to 17 and just, I remember being so grateful and happy with where I was in high school. I had such a great experience in high school and feeling so abundant with my friends who I love so much and just my overall experience and saying like, this is all I need. Like I could drive now. I have my friends. I'm so grateful. And I don't really want to get older from here. Like I could, I could just chill here and I'll be good. So I, I feel like I've always had, um, this aspect of like being very present and appreciating what's in the now. Um, and so much changed dramatically after that, which I'm going to go into in a podcast with my best friend, Jamie, how like difficult college was and that transition for me. Um, so maybe it was almost like a premonition, but it's just been, I've been an old soul my whole entire life. Um, I've, I've realized that I am a highly sensitive person. It's like a thing, a label. Our society loves to put labels on things. And this is one that I will um, define myself as. Um, highly sensitive person or just people who are highly sensitive. And I remember when I was younger, going, if I was out shopping for a day with my mom and like how easily I would get drained after two to three hours, I would need to be home and recharge. And you, I started to notice as I, as I started to do this energy work and this healing, I'm now able to look back on my life and make so much sense out of so much more that I didn't understand. Um, things that made me different and things that I would feel, I never knew what they were. And now that I'm on this journey of healing and healing, healing a lot of things, generational trauma, um, healing, healing my relationship with myself, my relationship with family members and others, things just have started to make so much more sense. And I think that's one of the really cool things about this journey is that you uncover so much about your past, your able to go and do that inner child healing and accept yourself for where you were and what you were experiencing and acknowledging what you were experiencing and be able to heal that, that difficulty or that wound or that misunderstanding you had of yourself and now come back into present day and be able to honor that and be able to value how that makes you different and how that makes you special. So I want to share some things um, that I've learned over this life. And I feel like it's a collection of what I've learned from just my past and being who I was as a young age and then growing and starting to understand energy, coming back to my soul and coming back to my higher self. Um, and hopefully that this hopefully can just bring inspiration or awareness or any takeaway, um, that you can take from this. And I'm, I'm excited to get into it and share it. So, to my fellow Libras, happy birthday. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful Libra season and everyone else, I hope that you're enjoying the balance that this season brings. And for those who are not so excited to celebrate their birthday for whatever reason, um, I'm sending you lots of love because it could feel really uncomfortable and difficult, um, but you are worthy of being honored and it's 
it's difficult to reincarnate or come to earth as a human, as the mo- one of the most evolved species. And we're, we're very lucky to be here. So it is an honor to celebrate the time that we have on this earth and all that we're doing here on this earth. So we could celebrate through this episode together. So the first thing that I want to share about what I've learned over the course of these years is that energy is so real. And I've always been very open-minded. I remember my aunt telling me about the secret, um, the book, The Secret, when I was in high school, towards the end of high school. And I was always so open to the idea that there was so much more. It's 11-11 as I look at the clock and say this. Um, I knew that there was so much more than what we knew. And it made so much sense to me that our thoughts can create our reality. And I really think this is, this is kind of creepy. Vinny, if you're, he's not listening, don't worry. So I don't even have to worry. Um, but like, I remember when I met Vinny, I was in love with him from the second I met him and I, we were together and then we were apart. He wasn't ready to settle down and I would think about him so much. And I remember laying there being like, I know if I'm thinking about him, he feels this and he I'm going to come into his awareness. And that was in college. Like I just had this understanding of how energy and really telepathy worked. Um, it's something I just knew. And maybe that's how we ended up back together. The energy pulled us back. But energy is so real and manifestation has proven to be such a powerful tool and skill that we all have within us that I really harness in the past five or six years. And I probably been working with it most of my life, but I really honed in on it during this spiritual healing and chapter of my life. So I, I just want to share that if you are just dipping your toes into energy work, or if you're just thinking, starting to play with the idea that manifestation is real, I challenge you to start a morning practice of Kundalini, begin journaling what you want, and every day bring your focus and awareness on where you want to go, removing the ego, staying aligned to your highest self, and you will see how quickly things start to just line up for you. And you have to believe it and you have to really feel it. And that's why I love sharing things I've manifested. And I'm about to share a really big one soon because I want to be like, sometimes we need evidence and faith. I hope to be that for someone else. I hope to be able to show you like, look, look what I've been able to do. And I share it not to boast or to be like, oh my gosh, look at me. But it's like, no, 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 you you can do this. And I'm not special. You have these gifts too. We all have these gifts. It's if we could tune to that frequency and be able to tap into that. And I feel like I have tools that help people to do that, which excites me. So that's the first thing that I wanted to share and how cool it is that we're co-creators of our life. I'm so grateful. I think my 30s have been my favorite decade so far because that's when I really stepped in the, into this power of knowing I could create my reality. And it's a really exciting thing to know, to body, and to understand. Number two, I want to share about telepathy because this is something that's happening to me so much more. Um, Vinny and I communicate without even like speaking, and we will say things aloud at the same exact time, and it's something so random or like... It's just, it's really incredible how that starts to happen. And of course, I see this as telepathy. He sees this as like a funny coincidence. But 
It could happen in that way. It could happen in the way in which you're thinking about someone or something, and then you end up seeing them or they're reaching out to you or you're connected with them somehow or something's going on with them and you need to reach out. It is, it's our psychic abilities. And right now the universe, and we're moving into the season of eclipse where we're able to activate a lot of our abilities, um, where the universe and the energy on earth is supporting all of these abilities to come online. And we all have them. We just need to create time and space to be able to dive in, to activate them through mantra, through breath work, through meditation. And then we need time and space in our everyday life to embody that and openness to see that that is what we're experiencing. So I I feel like telepathy is so real. I've been experiencing it more and more. I feel like I communicate with people without any words at times. If I want to send someone a message or if I want to clear the air with someone, I'll do that in my practice and I know that they receive it. Um, Mostly, most, most people will. Some people, if they're not practicing this and they're not on the frequency to receive it, they may not. But for the most part, I've seen it really freaking works and it's so cool. Number three, I'm sharing 11 things total unless anything else comes through. But <laughs> number three is you could change your life with how you begin each day. And I can't say this enough. I get tears in my eyes from thinking about this and how my journey started with literally three minutes of breath work every single morning changed my life forever. And it's led me to completely leave my career path and step into this space and help other people become empowered and turn on all the power they have within themselves. So if you don't already have a morning routine, taking time to connect to your breath. Of course, I want you to try my meditations if you haven't already, but taking time to really connect yourself, starting your day in a calm, grounded way because our nervous system and our hormones are making transitions in the morning from that serotonin state to the melatonin, I'm sorry, from melatonin to the serotonin and even to the cortisol state as when you wake up. And if you could do that in a gradual, graceful, beautiful, intentional way, you will experience a different in, difference in your entire day. So if you feel stuck right now, if you feel like you just want to change Look at your morning. Look at how you're starting your day. Your morning is actual magic and it helps you to wake in your own magic. So I'm very grateful for being open, being sick and tired of being sick and tired, being tired of being anxious. I knew that there was a better way to live and therefore I was open to a change. I embraced it. I stuck with it. I stayed consistent with it and it brought incredible changes. So I hope that this can inspire you if you feel you need that in your life. Another lesson number four, so you can always return to love. So we really act and live from two different frequencies for the most part. There's a whole emotional scale of frequencies, but a lot of the choices we make, it's either out of fear, lack, ego, or love, abundance, trust, and faith. And in every moment, I try to check in with myself and see where is this coming from? 
where is this energy? Where is this decision coming from? Or where is this thought coming from? And kind of categorizing it into those two spaces. And if it's ever in the fear, lack, ego, that's not going to drive me on my path of dharma. That's a completely different track, avenue, route. And it's going to take me a really long way to get back to where I want to be. So we always have the choice to lean back into love. And I think what I've learned most on this journey is that a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are in that space of fear and a lot of people are acting from that space. So people can project onto us, which then can trigger us. But if we can lean into that space of love, knowing and understanding, we can actually shift the entire frequency of the interaction of the energy on earth. So when we're doing our work within ourselves, we're changing the trajectory, not only for ourselves, but for everyone else that we interact with. So love is a really powerful frequency to tap into. And the more we could tap into that throughout the day, the better we feel, the better the outcome, the more we attract and so on. I'm going to get back to that a little bit more in um, another one of these. They kind of overlap, but for now I want to go into number five, which is everyone is experiencing a different version of this reality everyone. So we can observe the same exact experience and walk away with a completely different perspective because everyone is acting from a space of either their wounds or their healing. And we all have wounds. We all have triggers. And when we see something and experience something, our personal experience is brought into it and brought up. And I think by by understanding this, by understanding that we could see the same exact thing and have a completely different opinion upon it and respect that about one another and know it's because it's based on our personal reality and our personal experiences, we can alleviate so much of the division that we're seeing in the world right now and be so much more understanding rather than polarizing. I'm so sick of it. I'm so, so done with that energy. Um, and it's, it's a very low frequency. So where we see division, where we see polarization, there's a lack of empathy. There's a lack of understanding. And there's a lot of judgment, a lot of fear, and a lot of other things. So when we can accept that we're all acting from a place of our own experience and have empathy and understanding for others with their opinions and their reactions, the whole entire energy completely shifts. And I'm guided to bring up something here. So um, I guess we could call it number six. I'm adding to my list. So the new earth, we are creating the new earth. And does that mean... um, There's a whole new earth as we see it, like that blue and green thing being completely reborn. No, but we are creating a new frequency on this planet that is going to shift the vibration of the planet, creating this new higher vibration. It's already happening. We already see evidence of it. Hence this podcast, hence you being here, hence you understanding any of the words that I'm saying, because we're we're, we're on that frequency right now. We're on that frequency of love and that higher consciousness. So I've learned that a lot of the old paradigms are, are 
coming down, our clearing, our getting destroyed so that we can create this new space where there's more acceptance, more understanding, more love, more freedom, more light, all of the things that we're all worthy of. There have just been things and systems in place that have been keeping us small. So I'm really excited to be here and be a leader of the new earth. And I'm so excited that you are too. Number seven, I've learned that we float through dimensions and frequencies. So you may have experienced this before. I certainly have where you have this idea or you share something and you connect to it so deeply or you see something and you feel like, oh my gosh, this speaks to my soul. And then another day at another time, you're like, wait, what was I even thinking? How was I even connected to that? What does that even mean? And we're always based off of a lot of things, based off planetary alignment, what we're eating, what our practice, our morning practice looks like, the energy that we're around, our spiritual hygiene, we're always shifting and changing the frequency that we're living in. And that's okay. It's the human experience. But because of that, sometimes we can feel very, very connected to our higher self and sometimes not as much. So this is just something that I've accepted as the human experience and never getting down on myself for shifting in and out through those higher states of consciousness and just being here and um, allowing, allowing for the human experience as I do all that I can to tap in spiritually. Okay. Number eight, we only, the only thing we have power over is our own energy and our reactions. So we don't have control or power over anything else. The only thing we have power over is how we take care of our own energy and how we respond to other people's energy period, the end. And I think that when we really understand that, we let go of that grasp for control and we're able to flow from this state of ease. And when we feel ease, there's less resistance and things just flow more fluidly and better. Number nine, we're we're responsible for our energy and our energy plays a role in the world because we're all very interconnected. I was at a stoplight yesterday. I was walking and there was a car at like there were four. It was, um, you know, an intersection like North and South, East and West. So there were like four different ways of traffic. There was me in one of the ways. And I just started to think that one person in this scenario not being aligned and making a dangerous choice or a chaotic choice or a not grounded choice can affect every single person in this area at this time. And I see it as our responsibility each day for ourselves, but it also ripples out into the world to get our asses grounded (laughs) and take care of our own burdens and wounds and all the things we're holding because we take that outside with us. It affects our actions. 
It affects the choices we make. And when we could be our most aligned self, we're not only helping ourselves, but it does trickle out into the world around us. Then we're more grounded. We're stopping where we need to, to take a breath. We're more friendly to a neighbor who may be going through a hard time and we're able to support them. It just gives us this like more zoomed out lens of how our energy affects everyone and everything around us. So that is something we're responsible for. And right now you could do a check and ask yourself, how am I taking responsibility of my energy? What am I doing to be able to just guys, just like we shower and brush our teeth, there's a spiritual hygiene that we should be tuning into. And what is it that you're doing for yourself? to be your most grounded self. This is not just for you. It's for your family. It's for your children. It's for your neighbors. It's for the world. So that's something that I've learned over um, these past few years that I think is so important. Number, do we do nine? Maybe number 10, maybe number nine. (laughs) The more we heal ourselves, the more our relationships heal. And this is something that I've seen firsthand. Um, I actually had someone on a retreat who was getting divorced, started to do the healing work, and they got remarried. And I thought that was such an amazing visual and scenario of how this work can really, really help when that's aligned to our highest self. So it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to get divorced and it doesn't mean that if you get divorced, you should get back together. You're supposed to be back together. This just means that this person was actually meant to be in that relationship. And after they did the healing work, they were able to see things more clearly and make it work. Or sometimes the opposite can happen. You can start this healing journey and realize your relationship or the job that you have or whatever it may be, hasn't been aligned all along and you need to make that change. But the the more we heal ourselves and this relationship we have with ourselves, the more our relationship with everyone else around us heals. Because when we have more self-love, we have less insecurities, we're able to show up as a more vulnerable, truthful self. When we do the healing work, we're we're resolving the wounds or inner conflict within us so that we're not easily triggered so that we could hear someone who may have a different opinion or live life differently and, and approach that with compassion and understanding rather than finding it as a personal attack. And I I could give so many different examples of how this works, but It's kind of like, if you know, you know, once you start on this path, you start to see it, you start to experience it and you start to live it. So the healing is never just about us, which is what I learned and which is really cool to see that ripple effect out. Another really important lesson that I want to share is that you cannot change anyone who does not want to change. And our intentions can really help others. And I want to talk about this one for a moment because this is part of my lessons and journey on this earth. I've definitely been put on this earth to help other people. And when the people who may be closest to me don't want the help, that could be very triggering to me because it's like, I have tools and it's helping other people. Just listen to me. I love you, please. And um, recently my brother was like, oh my gosh, if I had a dollar for every time you just told me to tune into Kundalini, I would literally be a billionaire. And I'm like, well, maybe there's a reason why I keep saying it. (laughs) Maybe tuning in will help you be the billionaire. I don't know. Um, But 
it's it's so important to accept that we cannot change anyone else around us. And with that, our intentions can really help others as well. Because sometimes it feels very draining or depleting to know that we can't help other people if they're not willing to make a change and they're not willing to help themselves. But I've seen it firsthand by setting intentions Sending that person your longtime son, visualizing that person being healed or whatever it is that you you wish for them, it can truly make a difference. The power of prayer and intention is so powerful. There's actually a study on this um, in my favorite book, Cured by Dr. Dr. Jeffrey Rediger. Um, people who were going into surgery and they had a prayer group who was sending them prayers did better than those who didn't. So there is power behind that. And there's many different factors we could take into consideration, but I believe in energy work. And I know that a prayer and intention is energy based on the place you send it from. And it can help those around us. And I think a big lesson I had to learn was that I can't control anybody else. I can't make anyone see things the way I want them to see them. But what I can do is surrender to the universe, surrender to my guides, and just set intention for them to be sent love and guidance. And also utilizing my guides to talk to their guides and help assist them. So if you feel that this is something you can use, I encourage you to try that out in your life and see how that goes for you. Last thing I want to talk about, which is a huge thing for me, who I guess I was a people pleaser, um, the peacemaker, the person who helped others find balance, boundaries. Boundaries are essential, even more so when you are in this line of healing or in this space of healing, saying no knowing your limits. I know that as a projector, I have about two to three hours out of my house that I could spend abundantly. And then after that, it's going downhill. (laughs) I'm getting depleted. So know what works for you. Start to take inventory of the moments you feel depleted or where you feel drained. Start to put the pieces together and start to build the boundaries you need to protect your energy because you are not doing anyone any favors by overextending yourself. I promise you that. Every time I do, I end up regretting it so much because I didn't show up as the person I wanted to, the person I'm most proud of, the person I work to be, because I needed time to recharge and recenter and charge back up to who I truly am. So saying no is super empowering, finding out what your boundaries are and sticking to them. And this can be very hard for other people to accept, especially people who have not been acknowledging your boundaries or taking from you. But once you start to activate them, you feel so much more confident. You feel so much more respected by yourself and others. And it becomes so empowering to use your voice and actually say, no, I'm sorry, that's not going to work for me. So let's have the courage to work on this together because I think it's something that a lot of people need to start working on and I need to continue to get better at it. And just starting small, starting to implement them, having the courage to just go 
and implement that boundary and notice the shift you feel in yourself after. Okay. So these were some lessons that I wanted to share with you. I hope that they brought inspiration and wisdom and insight that you needed today or that you'll refer back to. I believe that there's so much light energy on earth right now and it's just the beginning. Things are getting better and better each and every day and life is really how we choose to see it. It's all about our perspective. So where you can bring in love, where you can look at everything through a lens of love, welcome that in. Don't let anyone make you feel small for that or call you toxic positive or whatever these words are that people want to say to keep us small. If if you're meditating every day, if you're acknowledging where you need to work, I promise you, you're not giving into toxic positivity. You're actually being an alchemist and allowing the energy on work on earth to ascend into a more light-filled planet. So I love you. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for making this year the best year yet. I'm so grateful I get to share from my heart through this podcast and through Evolve and through every meditation I do. And I'm so grateful that you're here. If you would like to look into Meadow and Bark um, and purchase the Vata oil as a jumpstart to the challenge, you can with the code EVOLVE20. And I can't wait for this challenge together. I can't wait to see you there. Next episode's going to be on the astrology that's coming up and the eclipse. So make sure you tune in. I love you. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam.